I woke up groggily, as I did most mornings. I could hear my mum cooking downstairs, humming as she went, a reminder that I was no closer to moving out. Little did I know my world was about to be turned upside down when I picked up my phone. The light was harsh as I squinted at the screen, looking for any new notifications. I'd applied to numerous jobs in the hopes that one would lead me one step closer to moving out of parents' house. To my surprise, there was an email waiting for me, but I hadn't remembered applying. The subject line simply read, Exclusive Invitation. Be the first to experience true virtual reality. Excitement surged through my veins as I clicked on the email and read the details. A renowned tech company had developed a revolutionary virtual reality program and was seeking beta testers. Not only would I be compensated for my time, but it was also the opportunity of a lifetime, and I couldn't believe I had been chosen. Without hesitation, I accepted the invitation and arranged to visit the company's headquarters the following day. With one click, I felt like I was on my way to becoming independent. I practically flung the covers off and stumbled towards my dresser, throwing on the nicest pair of jeans I had, and whichever shirt smelled the least. After I had accepted the invitation, they responded pretty quickly that it would start that very day, and that I was to be there within the next few hours. The email informed me that I would need to eat before coming and make sure I was adequately hydrated since it would be a relatively lengthy process. I bounded down the stairs, which must have seemed abnormal, because my mother asked me what had me up so early. I hated that she thought of me as just some nineteen-year-old kid, not capable of providing for himself, leeching off her. She always said she wanted me to get a job, make some friends, not stay so cooped up in my room all day. I should have been more appreciative. I should have told her I loved her and that I was grateful for all she did. I should have listened when she said that it might not be the smartest idea to go to the Institute alone. Not that I can change any of that now. Upon arrival, I was greeted by a team of enthusiastic engineers with wide smiles in light green apparel who eagerly explained the intricacies of the virtual reality program. They assured me that this cutting-edge technology would provide an unparalleled experience with the ability to create and explore an infinite number of worlds. I asked about the compensation and when that would be occurring, and as I brought it up, they presented me with some paperwork. I was so focused on the sweet words that I would be compensated as soon as I completed the trial run that I would have signed anything they put in front of me. Stupid. As I was led down a hallway towards my testing room, I saw multiple rooms with other people sitting with their virtual reality headsets on. They ranged anywhere from around my age to a little older. I never thought to wonder how long they'd been there. I didn't question the state of the rooms or how they slouched in their chairs. When we reached my room, I was hooked up to multiple monitors, none of which I understood the purpose of. I was excited, but there was a small pang in my chest as they attached all these wires and leads to me. I was wishing I had taken my mom up on her offer to come with me. I brushed it off, reminding myself that I was doing this to put some distance between us. Finally, it was time. They asked me if I was ready, 
their sterile smiles surrounding me as they passed me the same helmet I'd seen in the halls. Eagerly, I slipped on the virtual reality headset, feeling a sense of anticipation as the world around me faded away. There was no noise, and every sensation in my body came to a lull as I was whisked away. I found myself standing in a serene, picturesque meadow, surrounded by vibrant flowers and a gentle breeze rustling the leaves. The level of detail was astounding. Every blade of grass, every petal of a flower, it was all so lifelike. I marveled at the realism and the immersive nature of the experience. As I began to explore, I couldn't help but notice the flawless synchronization between my movements and the virtual environment. It was as if I had stepped into another dimension, a world that responded to my every action. I laughed and spun around, my excitement growing with each passing moment. This was the future of entertainment, and I was at the forefront. I ran my hands along the blooming flowers and felt the tickle of drifting dandelions against my arms as they blew in the wind. It was so peaceful, and I couldn't believe the sensation of touch and sound. Part of me wanted to pick up the flower and put it in my mouth, just to see if I could even taste it. I was forgetting the world I'd left behind, and it wasn't until I stopped to inhale the scent of a lilac that I realized I'd forgotten. In looked at the purple hue of the flower and tried to remember where I came from. A strange unease crept into my mind. The idyllic meadow began to shift subtly, the colors darkening and the once soothing breeze turning cold. The atmosphere became charged with an eerie tension. I tried to shake off the unease, chalking it up to the program's realism, but a sense of foreboding continued to grow within me. I couldn't remember my name. I stood there intensely staring at the flowers until my mother's face drifted into the forefront of my mind. Her face was fuzzy, as if I was just barely clinging to the memory of her. I thought about her calling my name, what it sounded like. Judas. My name is Judas. I kept repeating it over and over, terrified I would lose myself again as the moments passed. Just as I gathered myself, the lilacs faded away. As I ventured deeper into the virtual world, the surroundings took a dark turn. The cheerful meadow transformed into a desolate wasteland, the once lively flowers replaced by withered, twisted vegetation. Shadows danced in the distance, their movements unnaturally fluid and menacing. I just kept repeating my name over and over like a song stuck in my head. The shadows only became darker and their movements more jagged. I called out into the void, remembering that there were people monitoring me somewhere beyond where I'd found myself. There was no response. My heart raced as I attempted to remove the virtual reality headset only to find it firmly attached to my head. Panic set in as I struggled with the unyielding device, my hands desperately clawing at the straps. But it was as if the virtual reality had become my reality. I was trapped within this unsettling realm, desperately trying to hold on to any piece of time, any piece of myself that I could. The sky above me darkened, casting an oppressive gloom over the desolate landscape. The wind howled, carrying with it a haunting whisper that seemed to emanate from all directions. Fear constricted chest, 
and I, when I once more reached for my helmet, the metal of it wasn't there for me to touch. The helmet was gone, as if it had never been there in the first place. In the distance, a figure emerged from the shadows. Its features were obscured, but its presence was undeniably ominous. With every step, the figure grew closer, and I felt a primal instinct to flee. I ran, my heart pounding, my breath ragged. But no matter how far or fast I sprinted, I could not escape. Time lost its meaning as the horror of the world closed in on me. Darkness surrounded me, engulfing my senses, and the figure drew nearer, its presence suffocating. I was trapped in this nightmarish reality, a prisoner of the virtual realm I had once so eagerly entered. As a desperate plea for release escaped my lips, I felt a jolt, as if an unseen force had ripped the virtual reality headset from my head. My eyes opened, and I found myself staring at the same light green shirts of the people who had eased me into the virtual reality. I went to open my mouth, but no words came out, and I realized soon after that I couldn't move at all. I could hear as they muttered to each other, though. Six months I'd been under. I blinked and was back in the meadow once more.